Welcome to Here's What You Do, an advice podcast from an optimist, a pessimist, and a nihilist who managed to start a company together. And even that decision took a few years. I'm Steven. I've been called an optimist, but I prefer passionate. Gross. I'm Ryan. I've been called a pessimist, but I prefer pragmatic. And I'm Shane. I've been called a nihilist, but I prefer existentially grounded. Welcome, welcome. As always, we're going to answer three questions submitted by you. If you'd like to submit questions for future episodes, send them to hwydpod at gmail.com or visit patreon.com slash watcher. And today's topics are tattoos, uh, respectfully asserting your own opinion, and when is it okay to say I love you? Were you going for this, the soothing introduction shane or what, what was that what yeah i guess you're like I, hey we're going to <laughs> H- hey what up here's what you do but that was like this is my radio broadcast voice yeah i felt like being a little soothing i guess yeah. i mix it up a little bit it's weird because when you have the you know the cans on your head and you're you're talking into the microphone you can get real quiet and still hear your voice it is very stuff. satisfying to talk mm. to the mic yeah. um are, are you guys monitoring your sound right now barely yes. a little bit i'm not <laughs> you don't okay. monitor your sound you're I a crazy person the, i check the levels and i'm like looking at them bouncing out of my periff but uh periff something about doing a podcast makes me want to check my levels though it, it's like built yeah. into the experience of being yeah. a podcast host or producer that's mm. fair that's yeah. fair I like it. I like, I like having that voice and, and I can hear all of the times I don't enunciate words properly. Yeah. Oh, I agree with you. It's more just like stressful. I need to hear you guys still. So, and it's weird when I have a headphone over one ear that has an AirPod in it and the other one that doesn't. I just have a regular ear. Uh, what are these called? Headphones? <laughs> wired, wired. I don't have any wired headphones that aren't wired AirPods. I wish I had wired buds, in which case I could go dual pistols here like one here one here <laughs> dual but, pistols baby pew, pew, pew. we have quite a lineup today quite a lineup today of some really fascinating questions as i said up top uh submit these we'd, we'd love to hear more from you give us the details really lay out a tale for us um why don't i start <laughs> just get into it <laughs> Let's do it. Why I'm treading water here. Uh, this one, I believe, is from Patreon. Um, and I assume this isn't this person's real name, but it's from Shenanigans 1993, a good year, the year that Jurassic Park came out. Uh, well, hi there, guys. Yeah, that's true. Thank you for keeping us all entertained and smiling during the COVID 19. <laughs> the COVID 19. I just like, yeah, the, during the COVID 19. Uh, like, I have been mulling over getting my first tattoo. I have always admired them. Some are true pieces of art, but never committed to a design. Any crazy and artsy suggestions? I would definitely want it to be one of a kind. Bonus question. Do any of you have tattoos and or what tattoo would you get right now if you had to get one? Again, love you guys. Keep up the awesomeness. Smiley mm. face, but one of those ones with an, uh, like a capital D that looks like it's really smiling. That's it. Yeah, the capital D, which is a very hard face to make in real life, by the way. It is. We're is it? all doing it right now. That's why there's no noise. I'll, I'll go first here. As someone who is a very uh, throw caution to the wind, fly by the seat of my, my pants kind of guy, I don't think I'll ever get a tattoo. I don't 
I don't think I judge people for having them. I, my issue is, and maybe I've moved out of this and, uh, and I'm at a more comfortable place with um, my interests and my life overall, but I really can't think of anything. If I'd gotten a, a tattoo 10 years ago, I would have been 23 years old. That's like peak tattoo time. You know, that's yeah. tattoo time. Um, I can't think of anything that I would have been into 10 years ago that I would have gotten a tattoo for that today I would be happy to have. Like, I think all of my interests are pretty waning. Like, they, they hold true for a while and then they disappear. Now, granted... I am not someone who uh, cares about uh, things outside of prestige television, indie rock and roll music, uh, and occasionally uh, preserved butterflies in glass. But even these are all fast, you know, these are sort of passing things. Uh, if there was a band I really liked 10 years ago, I probably still like them a little bit, but I wouldn't want a tattoo of them. You uh, want like a tattoo of like fish on your ass cheeks or something? Well, now fish is forever. I'm not the biggest yeah. fish head. One of my friends is a big fish fan. And that's um, uh, P-H-I-S-H, P-H- by the way. Not, I-S-H. Yeah, that's, right, not the Nemo kind of fish. No, no. not the Nemo fish. Uh, I, was ma- I, I put on some fish not two weeks ago. I was listening yeah. to the album Round Room, which I think is a poppier fish album. It's a more accessible one, but <laughs> sure. Yeah. Is this me outing myself as a <laughs> mild as a fish, fish fan? I'm trying to figure out where this is going. I don't understand. Well, I'm just curious because now my follow-up question is how long have you been uh, really smoking gangs of weed? I think I they do a lot more than weed at those fish shows. Have you ever listened? Yeah. This is a bit of a, a, a side tangent, but uh, the podcast Analyze Fish. I have not seen that. No. It's incredible. It's the, the late, great Harris Whittles, who was a very funny man. Uh, he passed away, but it was him teaching Scott Aukerman uh, how to enjoy the music of fish. And it culminates with them going to a fish concert and recording a podcast while they're at the concert. And they're all oh, just high out of their that's minds. Great. That sounds um, great. My point with all of this is that a lot of my interests are very ephemeral and they just sort of, I can't commit to anything that I would ever want to get tattooed on my body. That's really all I can. Th- the only thing I can really think of is that like, you know, when people get like, if they have a kid and they get their child's name tattooed over their heart or something, very sweet. That's very sweet. What about, what about your sweet mother and father? Yeah, I mean, you know, they're nice people. I don't want to tattoo their names on my body. <laughs> <laughs> Sherry, um, just so, right under, like, on your, yeah. on your, like, chest or something. We had joked about maybe uh, sort of in a Lord of the Rings capacity getting unsolved tattoos for the whole crew but even that i'm like i don't know well you know we would travel uh you know a handful of times a year and you, all the unsolved crew is like you know borderline uh road family to me yeah but but even then i don't think i'd get a tattoo i don't think like, i could what do would it. We, i don't even know what that would be hmm. would it be like are ghosts real or something what, what would be 
the I think just a little a little funny ghost tattoo, probably. Yeah, a little ghost. Oh, that'd be good. Like a like just like a little cartoon, hidden. you know, the, the classic ghost with the yeah. sort of zigzag bottom and the mm-hmm. sheet. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Eyes. The sheet ghost, the classic sheet ghost, the Pac-Man ghost, essentially. So I don't know. Ghost. I'm so all that is to say, I am all out on tattoos. I am not in. Maybe someday, in the same sense that like when I turn eighty, I'm gonna. Sp- start smoking cigarettes all the time because mm. I'm like, well, I've made it this far. I might as well smoke cigarettes until I die. <laughs> At that point, <laughs> when I'm 80, I'm just going to start getting face tattoos, ass tattoos, <laughs> ankle tattoos, nipple tattoos. I'm going to be head to toe nice. tattoo man. Um, you're going to make a very challenging work for the tattoo artist, by the yeah, way. Yeah, because it's going to be when your skin's wrinkles. Like wrinkly. Yeah, yeah. probably not ideal, but I'll, I'll pay the big bucks for it. You know what you should do then, Shane, is you should get a tattoo huh. of an ice cream cone so that over time it melts. Oh, so it melts. I like What if that. you get stronger? Well, then it gets more robust. Yeah, what if, I get, like, what if I'm a, a really yoked cone of strawberry man. ice cream? You see, <laughs> I don't the, like when uh, old dudes are, are yoked, though, is the thing. The snowman? We just, like, should we just tangent for a second here? Because are you guys all deeply uh, disturbed by like a 60-year-old and over man with abs? It's just, it's, There's, just um, it's, un, it's unsettling. I don't like it. Like the rest of his body's all wrinkly, but then the abs are kind of like firm and the skin looks like smoother there. So it's just like, it looks like they were implanted almost. It's, it's not, yeah, I don't like a, the mix of textures. There's a trend of old men in Los Angeles gyms who look like clouds made out of flesh. Like they are, it's like someone cut open their skin and stuffed a bunch of footballs inside of them. <laughs> yeah <laughs> they don't look well it's, it's weird they look like it a is. street fighter character with the white uh-huh. hair and they're just stacked walking around not doing old man when you're over 60 you should have a little bit of a gut you should be doing old man stuff like walking on the treadmill drinking wine or something not oh doing p90x in your living room trying to get the eight pack it's weird uh, I have noted, do you guys have tattoos or, and what are your, what Oh are yeah. Your this is tattoo, a question about uh, tattoos. Yeah. I want to know what you think. <laughs> um, yeah. My, uh, I, I don't have any tattoos. Uh, I have honestly thought very long and hard about getting one. In fact, Mari and I almost got some in Hawaii just on a whim. We didn't know what we wanted. Whoa. Um, would it, I don't would know. Would be like, I, a, would your, what, what, like a like a little surf guy giving two shots. Oh no, we wouldn't. We wouldn't get like the same tattoo. It would just be like, oh, what if we both decided to finally get a tattoo at the same time, but not no, the same tattoo. Fun. Uh, but I didn't know. We didn't know what it was. I've thought about like getting like, uh, like a, a life motto I usually live by, which is work hard, be kind. I thought about getting just the initials for that, but I st- I still don't know if I want something. Uh, the permanence of a tattoo is something that. Mm-hmm. Uh, is very very tough for a beleaguered, indecisive mind like mine. Words to make a to decision me are for the life. Weirdest. I have a. I get it. You know, people are want to put a message on their body, but when people do like a sort of a live, laugh, love thing on their yeah. body, it's like, what are you do? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right, and which is why I'm suing the author of Eat, Love, Pray because I had that tattooed on you my had butt that cheeks. Tattooed. Yes. 10 years before that mm-hmm. book was written and I got no credit for it. Um, when so was that they book did written? get a cease and desist for me. Hold on. I'm calling you out here. That's well, I don't care if you call me out because it's a fact and they got a cease and desist, a cease and desist for my lawyer. 
um, you know, Rob Finkelstein. Okay, so, so okay, let's, let's just go down this rabbit hole. For, uh, we have gone on, on far too far of a tangent, but the, the book was written in 2006. So you were, it was 1996. Yeah, you I was, 90, six, I years was old. six years old. And I <laughs> stumbled into a tattoo parlor one night after a hard night of drinking. And, right. I, uh, and I said, please tattoo these three words in this order on my pristine six-year-old butt cheeks and the tattoo <laughs> artist said okay what would you put on the other cheek then it would be drink uh sin no hey. it had a bunch of other things that were also stolen from me so it had like the secret on there it had a uh, yeah. little women um just little mm-hmm. okay just a little bunch women of, uh, in its entirety yeah yeah uh ryan i, I feel the entire like manuscript of little women <laughs> Is tattooed onto your no no just just the title just the title oh I see, I see um and you know other things that i also <laughs> have just... other cease and desist letters out like avengers infinity war is also off um this is this the segues perfectly into what i would get tattooed on myself which by the way I which is vision on <laughs> which <Great> is vision. <laughs> if i were to get one it would be a cross it would just be yeah. something that signifies uh, my religious background uh, but I'd only do it if my mom did it with me because oh, my mom is the sweet. one who said, don't get a tattoo. Yeah. Honestly, and, uh, before yeah. when I was saying that, like, I, I only care about these things. It occurred to me that like religion is generally one of the things that like people will take like a, what is it? Like a, whatever those code numbers are for mm-hmm. the verses or the, uh, Psalms. Oh or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, you like know, the Dewey decimal system for the Bible. Yeah, where they have like the colon and the, uh, I don't know enough about it, but but they would have the Bible verse, the verse chapter, the in verse. Nate, right? Is that okay? I, I wasn't sure what what you're looking for. Gotcha. That's what I'm looking for. Um, that seems to be like a common one. Uh, mm-hmm. um, so I guess I guess if there, if you have another big thing would be like a cultural thing. I personally don't want to get German words tattooed on my body. I think that would probably not be. A yeah, good that look. might look well, a little different. What's I think your religion? Think something. <laughs> I don't. I don't have one. I uh, popcorn. I, I mean, I've heard you talk about the theaters as your yeah. church. Oh. So perhaps, <laughs> perhaps you should be. Uh, <laughs> I see what you're saying. You're talking about how, and this may sound a little strange to people who don't live here in Los Angeles, but you're talking about how too me and to Ryan when we think of a church here in Tinseltown we think of none other than the picture house Mm -hmm. that's right yeah I'm talking about the the movie hut the big screen it's my place of worship that's why I also have a tattoo of uh, the following preview has been approved by the MPAA (laughs) Uh, that's right under my tattooed okay right under my nipples um (laughs) I have that there too. It's just the big, it's just the big green frame. Yeah. Yeah. The big green frame. The following preview has been approved by the MPAA. Steven, (laughs) that must have been really painful to get on by the way. Um, It was extremely painful. Extremely painful. Uh, (laughs) Um, uh, Do you think your mom would get a tattoo? Uh, You know, I don't know. I don't know, maybe later in life when she's kind of in that age of just like the YOLO stage, but probably not right now. Do families do that? Do do you guys know families who are like, we all got tattoos? Uh, siblings do. Oh, that's kind of fun. 
I don't know about. Do you think like people over seventy get tattoos though? Oh, big I time! I feel like that's hard. Yes. How though? The skin is so floppy and like wrinkly. <laughs> They'd have to like really spread the skin out to get the tattoo. Right, so you stretch out like you like like a cat. You stretch your body out. I mean, out the all entire the body isn't all floppy. If you like your skin yeah, but it, on your like bicep is not. Oh, I've seen floppy. some wrinkly ass folk. And well, they look, they're a different. They look like a dried out grape, which is a raisin. <laughs> I'm gonna search online right now. Is it harder for old people to get tattoos? Because it has to have, be. They gotta like you know when you're trying to iron a shirt that's really wrinkly. You got to spread it out for it, you to iron it. And I feel like that must be the case with tattoos on old people. Um, I searched, is it harder for old people to get tattoos because they have wrinkly, papery skin? <laughs> well, let's get the answer to this and then we'll move on because this is important. Um, tattoos and aging. This is from Painful Pleasures Incorporated. Sounds like a legit site. Um, no, I don't trust that. Oh, okay, wait. Okay, here we go. New tattoos for older people. Wow. These are some tatted up old people. That is the oldest naked lady I have ever seen. Okay. Oh, um, wow. Senior what citizens. What is happening? I'm, I'm on a website that senior citizens and fresh tattoos are not typically words you hear mentioned in the same sentence, but there are plenty of people out there who get their first tattoo in later life. Uh, Judy Dench? Who at 81 years old got her first tattoo as a birthday gift. Dame Judy Dench got a tattoo. Dame Judy Dench. Wow. wow. 81. That's the year of Kobe. Yeah. Um, Man, they really had the, to spread out that skin. That's a lot of skin. Tattooing older skin takes more time. That's what it says. Takes two or it's three like a, sessions. Like a, the, thin or the skin becomes thinner and more susceptible to bruising. It's like so, a newborn puppy. Yeah. Look forward to that, everybody. So much um, skin. Wow. Judy Dench. That's baller. I'm going to search Judy Dench tattoo. I want to get some eyes on this Dench tat. Uh, I'm not going to yes. see 80. I'm just going to walk onto the freeway and try and eat a Honda and just really <laughs> dome in on the grill. That was very <laughs> graphic. Whoa. Oh, damn. <laughs> wait, guys. Wait, I got copy link address. Check, check this out. I don't want to see it. No, no. Oh, it's, it's a good tattoo. Chat. It's a good tattoo. Okay, here we go. Oh, wait. No, oh, there it is. Oh, look at that. Carpe there Diem. Is. is that what it says? It's Carpe Diem. Wow, she's like a, a, you know, like a sorority girl, kind of. I was going to say, it's, it kind of sucks as a tattoo for Judy Dench, because it's like, how hard is it for Judy Dench to seize the day? It's yeah, the easiest yeah. thing in the world. I think that's an okay <laughs> phrase for younger people, but when you're Dame Judy Dench, it doesn't make a lot of sense. No. <laughs> so, anyway, I don't know if we answered your question. Definitely but, not. But definitely check out judy dench's tattoo on the internet if you get it maybe that'll inspire you to some degree um and look is all i'll say is that give it some thought sleep on it don't be impulsive and never yeah. ever get one I, I forget who gave me the advice is like if you have a tattoo and you wait a month and you still want it get it yeah i, for, I, I think Mar, one of mari's friends told me that all right, let's move on to my question. But before we do that, let's have a quick word from our sponsor. All right, we're back. That was a juicy, juicy advertisement, and juicy. I'm wiping it off the chin of my uh, bearded face with a napkin. Gross. Okay. Ryan, you have a question for us, I believe. I do. This comes from AM Intorsio. Ami? No, it's, it's AM Intorsio. Uh... This comes from Patreon. How do you balance 
asserting your own opinion while being respectful of those around you, even if you don't agree with them, but not so abundantly cautious of stepping on other people's feelings that you neglect your own. Ooh, hiccup or burp. I'm not really quite sure. Either way, uh, good question. And this is a great question to ask the three most conflict diverse people on the planet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, who of us do you think is the most conflict diverse, by the way? Shane. Yeah, probably. Hmm. By a mile. Okay, fine. Yeah. Okay, Shane and, and then, then who? Probably. It depends. It depends on the day. It could be you or it could be me. I'm not really sure. Yeah, we're, we're probably about to tie. If I'm tired, definitely you and then me. I'm I'm the most likely to, to start some conflict if I'm tired. Then I would say the tiebreaker goes to me. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah, this is something that has vexed me my entire life, I will say. I, like I have said, I'm very conflict averse and I struggle with asserting my own opinion quite a bit. Um, but I think as I've gotten older, I've learned that unless the opinion is, uh, dunking on someone else or like offensive of some sort, it is pretty easy to just say people I think are a little bit more, uh, uh open to you speaking your, your thoughts or your feelings, uh, nowadays. And I think people will read on when you are being a little more cautious or I, I, I don't want to say uh, disingenuous, but they'll pick up when you're holding something back. So it's better to just state your, uh, state your opinion and, and feel good about the interaction. Otherwise, you're going to think about it later. And I don't know if there is any kind of level of uh, caution that you, you should be keeping in mind. I don't know. Is that bad advice? I think it might be bad advice. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's weird because, like, uh, I guess it depends what your opinions are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Again, this is a this is a pretty broad thing. Like, I don't know if they're talking about you know movie opinions or your opinions on uh you know more hot button issues, which mm -hmm. plenty of those nowadays. Plenty, yeah. plenty, plenty of buttons and they're all pretty toasty. I mean, so, this is only really a problem when you're arguing with somebody and they have an opinion that's different than you. And if it's like a workplace opinion, I think it's possible to assert your opinion while still being respectful. You just hold your ground. You don't call anybody names. You don't belittle their opinion. You just state why you think oh, what you're saying is true. And uh, yeah, that's a good way to just keep it, keep it grounded yeah. and respectful. Because if the question is, are you respectful of them? And if you are, then that's already going to frame your mindset in a way that's going to deliver a respectful statement. So the other thing too is like having the empathy to try to, and empathy is something that not many people, I'll say are really, most people are not born with like unlimited empathy, right? Like we are probably born with more selfishness than empathy. That's just, yeah. That's just the way it is. But if you yeah. exercise that muscle a little bit more and try to understand where that person's coming from, that will help you to respond in ways that are respectful. But I do think you have to also remember to respect somebody means that you share your opinion sometimes. And so that as well is important. Like, I think I would want somebody to know as a self-respecting individual when somebody don't, doesn't like what I say and, and when they disagree with me. 
So there's yeah. other ways to show respect, and 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 sometimes being run over or being overly cautious is actually not the most respectful thing to do. Yeah, I think to what Stephen said by by stating your opinion you are respecting them in the sense that you're two adults that are capable of having an intelligent conversation where you could have differing opinions no i agree i'm I'm just seeing what shane shane shane's uh demeanor right now is very interesting (laughs) well it's just such a broad question i'm like yeah i don't know yeah yeah, you can (laughs) uh if it's a if it's like a fairly inconsequential uh conversation and you want to stand your ground, then stand your ground in a fun way if you're just having some laughs with some pals. Um, I tend to go out of my way to, to pad stuff. And I, I find myself doing this with emails a lot too, where I really pad it with yeah. like niceties. Oh, and yeah. Like, oh, it's just, well, this is just me. You know, <laughs> well, just my thoughts here or my two cents. Um, so, you know, if it's, if it's a conversation where there are clashing thoughts i would say put it out there that this is how you feel uh expect them to maybe meet you halfway and if they don't maybe it's not worth arguing with that person i don't know man treat people like you want to be treated and if they don't do the same then they can rot in hell (laughs) right the opinions (laughs) are awesome i don't know what to get from shane I mean, life, you know, you're going to encounter a lot of different people in this world. Some people will be worth just, you know, talking to and engaging in spirited discussion with other people argue things in bad faith and will Mm -hmm. uh, dance around you and cut you off and not uh, take what you're saying at faith value or at face value. Um, So you can't count on everyone in this world to to give you the time of day to earnestly express yourself. But uh, if you at least go into conversations expecting that and expecting the best out of people, then put that foot forward, try your darndest. Uh, and if they don't want to meet you there, then like I said, they can rot in hell. Um, just they give can up on it. Yeah, yeah, at that point you're never, g- oh my God, I almost knocked over my Hydro Flask just now. That was scary. Um, the high stakes moment. Holy Jesus, my my heart is racing. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, if, if it gets to the point where like you're being respectful, you're putting it out there, then they're choosing to not listen to you and whatever. Let them grow up on their own time. YOLO, dude. Mm. YOLO, baby. I'm going to add one more thing. Yeah, uh, let's hear it. I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I agree with either of the people. All here. right. Um, let's party. Ooh, you don't agree that you can run hell, but man. That's, you can, you can see get how YOLO tattooed in your butt cheeks, and the, one of the O's could be your butthole. Oh, that's really good. Or no, on your chest, and the O's are the nipples. That's even better. I know. Or on is. your face, and the eyes are the O's. Whoa. That's also good as well. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's also good. I love that. Um, sorry. Back to this question, though. Sure. Uh, you know, I think that there is a lot of of people who are able to navigate these conversations. It's it's a skill, it's an art, and it does take practice. And so, yeah, there is a side of it that's like, yeah, be yourself and be vocal about your opinions, but also learn to frame conversations appropriately. You know, like for example, when you slide into somebody and say that you disagree with them, maybe do it in a slide and not in a jackhammer sort of way. 
when you want to make a conversation, there's ways there's ways to be uh, blunt about it, or also ways to be a little bit around the edges. I, I'm just saying, read the room, read the situation, and um, practice. Well, in that sense too, Stephen, I think you're very diplomatic because a lot of times when you disagree with something and god knows we've all had our disagreements in the formation of watcher entertainment mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. yeah subscribe to watcher uh <laughs> you're always very good at before you disagree with something or present an alternating opinion um you sort of reiterate and try to stress that you understand where the other person is coming from and you seem to stress the value of what they're saying in a way that is, I think, very um, very diplomatic, makes the other person want to listen to you. So it's a nasty, nasty trick, and you're extremely manipulative. Wow. Yeah. Well, thank you, or- Shane. And I think what you did there is, an, is a tactic that people use as well, which is you, you buff them up first, and then you tear yeah, them right. down. Yeah, I gotcha. No, yeah. but you do, uh, you do have a very... Because uh, I, as like Ryan and I said, we're very like... Uh, we don't like confrontation... Not that we don't like it. I just tend to, you know, I'm like, I don't, I can't be bothered to really to work myself up for a lot of stuff. So when we started this company, it was very refreshing to be able to disagree with you guys uh, in a way that felt like it was not aggressive and it was a lot more constructive. And I think a lot of yeah. that came from Steven sort of setting that tone. Because Ryan and I yeah. certainly would never bother to disagree with each other. We'd just be like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? Also, when I we do disagree a... with each other, we it's do, pretty we blunt. We do here and there, I but feel a like... lot of times we don't, we don't really puff ourselves up about it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because me and Ryan definitely disagree the most, I would say, of this group. Oh, for sure. Uh, but we're pretty comfortable with just saying, no, I don't know, I disagree with that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that, I think and, all disagreements have to come with, with respect, I mm-hmm. suppose. So it's, it's the other tough. thing, too, is and this is, this is the last, last, last thing I'll say is sometimes you want to address the real problem in the room. Like sometimes when you're disagreeing, it's about something tangential that's actually not the root. And yeah. then you can go in circles about like about what you're actually talking about. So if you can kind of you know take a step back and look at it from a bigger perspective, where is the disagreement really happening? Is it about the fact that Shane eats all my Oreos and then poops and makes it smell like Oreo back. heaven? It's callback, yeah. It, or shout out to all the people out there this week who we've heard from doing the Shane Day challenge. Yeah, Proud shout out. It's gross. Or is it the fact that Shane is a disrespectful, bumbling fool who yeah. won't Jesus. watch boundaries? And that's the difference. I see what the truth saying. is, it's number two. Oh, it's number uh, two. Literally. Right. <laughs> Dang it, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've beat the hell out of this question. Let's move yeah. on to the next one. <laughs> can we just use this to advertise our other podcasts? We can. <laughs> I'll throw in an advertisement of Hidden Narratives. Check out Hidden Narratives. It's really good. It's good. That's right. We talk about people who are being hit by the coronavirus in ways that you would not expect and in ways you can help them. Steven, do you have plans to expand that? Uh, uh, even if, uh, when all this coronavirus dies down, I feel like there's plenty of narratives out there that will remain I hidden. Think so I yeah. think so yeah. too. 
I think what this has done has given us a chance to talk about things because we have the space to. You know, before it was like, why are these people talking? But now I'm it's happy like, oh, to hear it's okay. going to keep going, though, because I'm going to start a rival podcast called Obvious Narratives. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Your podcast will probably do 10 times as well as mine. But <laughs> I'm going to use your podcast to advertise. I'm talking about numbers here. Oh, you yeah. know, we're, we're booming on business. I'm going to use your so, podcast to advertise for my podcast. So as where, where Steven's podcast is tapping into experiences that you may not otherwise know about, like what it's like to keep a restaurant open during these trying times or, you know, yeah, keep, yeah. keep a business afloat during these trying times. Ryan, your podcast will be about narratives that everyone is intimately aware of, like what yeah, it's yeah, like to so go to the post office on a Tuesday. Mine or, is going to be why I think Donald Trump is a bad president. I or, see. I see. Yeah. Or, uh, why you should use soap in the shower. Yeah. Mm. That one's tough. <laughs> Stuff sometimes. like that. I mean, why sometimes I it's real my shoes slippery. after I put them on. Yes. Yes. Okay. Good to know. Well, I'm looking forward to both of those podcasts. They're going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be a 20 yeah, I'll, second I'll have podcast. you on as a guest. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, um, all right. The next question here is from anonymous. Make up a name. And is, oh, I get to make up a name. That's yeah, the, this is from the hacking getting, group anonymous. This is from, uh, ooh, man, I'm really bad at the make up a name thing. Like, the Rumpelstiltskin. Thing that it, it takes nine months to have a child, you know, from the point of conception to birth. I'm going to need all nine months to think of the name of the child. Okay, so the name of this child is called Hidden Narratives. No, you can't <laughs> no, do not. that. It's called uh, 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 Boogers. All right. Oh, Jesus. That's what you took that amount of time for, huh? Boogers. <laughs> All right. Booger is that going to be the name of your first child? <laughs> Boogers Lambs. Boogers Lambs. This is what happens when I'm put on the spot. <laughs> Don't ask me for advice on how to name your child. Yo, what up, Boogers? <laughs> I was listening Bugs. to your dad's podcast this week. Those sure were some hidden it. narratives. <laughs> I saw that damn Booger Boy at the corner store stealing the Booger milk. Boy. <laughs> Alrighty, so how's it going lads? Hope this email finds you well. I'm gonna jump right into this. In the past, I have often struggled with expressing my feelings to those that I care about. This all changed when I met my current girlfriend. Aww. Although we've only been dating a short time, I can picture the rest of my life with her clear as day. With the current situation and the way things are going, I feel like every moment I'm not professing my love is a moment wasted. However, we haven't been dating all that long and I'm scared of spooking my girlfriend by being too intense. Mm. I don't have much experience in telling people my deeper feelings and I'm one, I wondered if you maybe had any words of advice for me to, on this topic. TLDR, is it too soon to tell my girlfriend I love her and how can I be chill about it? Uh, speaking of Carpe Diem, uh, what was it? The Dench? The Dench tattoo? Is that this? The Dench tattoo. The Dench tat? My brain, you know. Um, I, my philosophy, this may not work for everybody. I acknowledge that. But it's to say how you feel. And so, um, yeah, I may have been somebody in the past who said, I love you very quickly. And I have no regrets. Which day? Day three? Four? Um, I'm trying to think here. Maybe like day three. Three, yeah, 
<laughs> the both of you just gave like the biggest eyes. It was definitely within the first week. How old? How were quickly you? did they run away in the opposite direction? Was it instantly or was it a slow? And, and how old were no. you? No, it was it was very charming. That's my personality, though. I just say how I feel, right? But what what? Um, how old? Yeah, twenties. You're like Connor Roy from Succession. He's just telling everyone he loves them within the first time he meets. <laughs> That's. It's amazing. Here's the thing, right? Uh, I, if I'm going to pull from the Shane Day playbook right now, hold up, going to the library, driving up there, pulling up, got my lottery oh, card. What's going to get? And I pop out that Maybe book, Judy open Blue? it up. Oh, no. oh, you might die tomorrow. <gasps> oh, oh. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, you shit. might die tomorrow. And so what What are you waiting for? Right? Like, just, just you can't live life with regret like that. She might, I mean, I, God forbid, and I'm not, you know, knocking on wood as much as I can here. Um, you don't want to live with regret. So for me, if you feel that way, and, and maybe give some time to rest. Like, do you really feel that way? Wait a bit, wait a week, wait, wait a few days. But if you really keep feeling that way, just say it. Just say it. Who cares if they say it back? If they don't say it back, fine. But you lived to your true self. I, I have what if this I, person is like, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> go ahead, Ryan. I have some thoughts about this, but also I think we're missing a critical piece of information here in Age. terms of like, we don't know how long Booger has been dating I this don't. person. I, I, I need more details on this. I need yeah. the age well, of these people. I need a, a timeline of this relationship. Short term, I would say probably, let's say less than two months. That feels right. Yeah. That feels about right. Okay. I'm going to play a little game here because I'm curious because I already know Steven's quick to jump the gun here but shane i'm gonna list out some times and you tell me acceptable or not acceptable to say i love you okay one day no one week no two weeks absolutely not three weeks no a month no <laughs> wow a month and a half maybe no. Two months. Getting there. It's getting warmer. You see, this is where it's starting to get warmer for me as well. Yeah. Two and a half months. Maybe. No. No. Three months? That feels like a good cutoff. Yeah. That, for, me, that feels good for me too. That's, that's when, we're, when we're starting to, to... Before that, you got, you're sitting on the side of the pool with your, with your toes in it. Um, and you're like, Maybe I'll go for a swim. And this isn't even to say that sounds <laughs> that's that's not in reference to like, oh, I want to be in this relationship. It's just it's a it's a complicated feeling that I think you should um give appropriate simmering time to. Because there was definitely I I remember being younger and in relationships and saying it without really feeling like feeling like, Oh, that's what you're supposed to say. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> and as I've gotten older, it feels like more of a, you know, a real tangible thing. An exercise. Hold up, hold up, in, in hold, up hold up, hold up, meditate hold on up. the idea. Yeah. Hold up. Sorry. I, and I forgive me for this. This one on Twitter for no reason. I, just out of like habit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Shane Matei tweeted 17 minutes ago. We've been yeah. filming this podcast for 45 yeah. minutes. <laughs> I tweeted in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> oh. Look, 
look, man, somebody tweeted me and asked me if I liked Cheers or Frasier better, and I said what? Cheers. Oh, what? Well, how could you leave the person hanging like that for, you know, another 10, 15 minutes? Um, I had to get it out there. Yeah, you had I'm to sorry. get it out there. And I, and look, I just man, I love Stephen Lim. <laughs> be, for, for being on Twitter myself, I felt bad. But then I was like, what? The first thing I see is Shane Madej <laughs> caught red-handed you think 18 I can't minutes ago. Look. I, like always be tweeting that's my motto abt <laughs> and i'm always out here tweeting and i think it shows with my invigorated tweet fan base here's the thing i have two parts to my advice here part one the first one is just about the timeline itself i agree with shane i think love is a complicated feeling it needs some meditation it needs some time to grow and for you to understand it uh i'm going to compare it i'm going to make a comparison here it's going to be very reductive which is kind of ironic because are I'm gonna you going to talk this. about la la land no, I'm going to compare it to steak. And I actually did a steak <laughs> reduction the other day that was delicious. So this is going to be a reductive comparison. Uh, when you cook a steak, it looks delicious. Mm -hmm. It's like, mm, that's a juicy ass steak. Can't wait to dig yep. my teeth into that bad boy ASAP. But after you cook a steak, in order for it to achieve full taste potential, you have to wait 15 that's minutes yeah. before you, you bite into it. 15 I minutes, I don't know about, it's only 15, you 15 don't, that's not how long a resting minutes. period that is. That is exactly how long, you can look it up. Now don't argue with the grill master, which is me. Um, that is that is a true fact. Okay. You, you can wait five minutes to be fine, by the way. 15 is the maximum, uh, like the most ideal though. It lets it rest and settle in the flavor. Depends how you cook uh, it. Hey, hey Bergmeister, how, what, how do you like your steak done? I, I just, I'm curious. I like it medium rare. Me too sometimes even closer to the to the back half of that let me tell you to the rare yeah yeah walk that or, walk that cow through the kitchen give it a smack on the ass and good so you like it mickey blue eye style rah, rah. how do they do it in there <laughs> they, rah, rah. Oh, he, rah, he says rah. rare without saying any of the yeah, r's yeah yeah because uh, he's speaking like a gangster anyways the point being is the steak is actually tastier and more enjoyable because you waited for it to come fully into form and I believe okay. love could be the same way. Um, question, Ryan. Question. Yes. What's your favorite fast food chain? If you consider In-N-Out fast food, then probably In-N-Out. I know I had Taco Bell Great. as my number one in, in top five beatdown. Got it. In-N-Out. So yes. now uh, In-N-Out comes out. It's served to you. How fast should you eat your In-N-Out burger? Well, now, Why Steven, now, 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 hang on a second. Now you're, now you're <laughs> talking about bad faith. Now this is, this is preposterous. <laughs> now you're telling me that now, now for this to, to ring true, you would have to say that in and out is on a par with that of a, a finely cooked steak. I'm yes, saying it's like, food. It's really I'm, good food. So you, you, what you're saying then is you have a fast food version of love. Dang, I just got roasted there. Yeah, yeah, you gotcha. You gotcha. <laughs> but there are other foods. I'm just trying, still I'm, food, I'm just trying to say other foods out there where you, you're supposed to eat them immediately. This is a, just saying. Um, there's, chips. There's, there's, um, uh, banana. If you don't eat that quick, it's going to be brown. Um, it's going to be brown as hell. You know, avocados yeah, also eat them. I think quickly. we're getting lost oh, in the metaphor here. The point is, I think it's, it pays to wait sometimes. Also, the second part here is that. Uh, I macaroni think, and cheese I, I i think the the urge to say say it sooner rather than later and this is not an indictment of you steven this is just my own interpretation of it sure is Go for it. is based is a fear-based decision because if you are truly in love with someone and they are in love with you you got nothing but time they ain't gonna run away from you 
you, they'll be around for you for you both. Did you guys hear the playbook I pulled out earlier? What's the playbook? You could die tomorrow. Yeah, if you oh, live your life every way like that, book, that, that book. then I could go. I could quit my job and move to India and write E Pray Love, which is the book that I came up with, as you already know. Uh, but I didn't do that, so right. I guess maybe you're right. Uh, but I'm just saying that, like, I don't. I know gotta if that's be honest. Good... I really didn't totally track the running joke about the Eat Pray Love uh, <laughs> tattoo. Uh, I came but... up with the title. I had the whole book idea. I tattooed it on my butt cheeks, and she stole it. Okay, from me. all right. Um, that's okay. just pretty simple to track. Still Anyways. a little muddled to me, but it's so. Helpful. So, but here's here's my concern with this person. Um, what, the... Wait, I want to hear what do, what do you think about that? Do you think that there is no reason to rush because they aren't going to run away from you. There's going to be time for you to say that and where you could both feel more comfortable. Yeah. Especially if it's like a blossoming thing that is growing every day. Sure. Then, yeah. yeah. I mean, I also agree with it. Yeah. Then it, it, it'll, it's moving organically to a point where it feels right. Um, my concern is that if you say it too soon and cause this person says, uh, oh, I feel I like I every moment, yet. I'm not professing my love as a moment wasted. I don't know how old this person is. That feels like something I would have thought in my younger years. Um, I'm not going to lie, Shane. I can't think you thinking that thought ever. (laughs) There is no version or iteration of Shane Day where he honestly has a thought in his brain that any moment where I'm not professing my love is a moment wasted. Uh, yeah, There's I don't know. No way. I, mean, uh, I don't think I, again, but this is also, like I said, when I was younger, I would, you know, I'd be like, I love you. And I was, you know, a, <laughs> what did it even mean? What did it even mean? You can't say that in a, uh, a high school or a, a relationship. Can you? I don't know. I did. I said it in a high school relationship and I still not sure. I think I did though. I think I understood. I, I believed it in the con- in the version of it that I could believe in at that time. Interesting. It's a, it's, it's an interesting thing. You know, this person also says they don't have much experience in telling people deeper feelings. So it's a tough one. It's a tough one to navigate. Uh, if you want to give us more follow-up details, we can uh, have a sequel question. Ooh, part two, <laughs> you know, give it um, the tattoo treatment. Give it sometimes the tattoo. Wait a month. Yes. Okay. Wait a month. And if you still want it a month later, say it. <laughs> yeah, you know, you just don't want to spook them is the thing. Am, am I bad for saying that? If uh, I don't think you're bad for saying that because I won't lie. If I met somebody and I dated them for like a week or a couple of days in, they were like, I love you. I'd be like, check, please. Uh, uh, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you later, alligator. Yeah, uh, that's my cue. Read the room. I yeah, guess. Sir, read the room is generally a bad thing, isn't it? No. Oh, wait, is it? Yeah, I read the room like, uh, I don't think I feel, you should have said I that. I feel like you guys are on two separate trains of thought here. But uh, yeah, I, I think, I don't know, man. Unless you have this like overwhelming confidence that this person also is like, she's just chomping at the bit to say the old three words back to you. I would, I would advise patience. You know what? Instead of then, if you, uh, give it some time, wait for it. And how about this? If they're, because part of it could be, and this is a real thing, before it is said, there's definitely, when a conversation ends, there's that air where it's like, this is where it would normally go in our farewell. So up until mm. then, give it a toodaloo. 
instead of of the I love you just a toodaloo or ta-ta and then wait no okay wait no okay oh guys I cracked it okay now I'm on to something here say toodaloo every single time you guys say goodbye that way when you do tell this person oh I see oh I you know what I want you to know I love you and if they're like why didn't you say that four and a half months ago you could say every time every time i said toodaloo that was me actually saying i love you yeah there it is i uh-huh. am airpods just dying right now but i i saw where you were going with the rhyming it's pretty well no it doesn't have to do with rhyming it's just a it's just a um uh an easy way to deceive this person into thinking uh, Jesus Christ <laughs> well I, the, the, I, the, the, the podcast is going to be very echoey now because my audio is coming out of my laptop speakers because my my airpods well, turn just it down yeah, why just, do that just wait just get your other airpod get, a, get some headphones oh we're powering through here we're almost at the end alright well then let's end the podcast okay by the way <laughs> I disagree with both of you, but that's okay. Uh, because as you know from question number two, it's a respectful disagreement. And from uh, question number one, Shane did his best Judy Dench uh, impression just now. The whole, uh, why didn't you thing that he just did. I don't know what that was, but I think that was Judy Dench. And that's why she wrote Carpe Diem on her wrist. James Duty Dench, yes. Well, guys, this was a good one. Yeah, this was another banger. And I, I had a great time here today. Um, as always, if you do want to submit questions for a future episode, send them on over to hwydpod at gmail.com or swing by patreon.com slash watcher and message us directly. Um, any other last thoughts, guys? I love you. Oh, oh, <laughs> toodaloo. I only took you <laughs> 55 minutes to say that one. 54 minutes wasted. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next Sound week, like everybody. Me. Bye. Bye. <laughs>